Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to VMB, the Voice of Manhattan Business, brought to you by the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Bruce Hurwitz. You can find me on the web at hsstaffing.com. It is with mixed emotions that I welcome you to today's show. My last, after five years, as host and producer of this program. We began on April 4, 2012, so it has been a full half decade. The idea for this program was Gil Efrens. If you are looking for a first-class marketing guru, he's your man. I want to thank him and another former Chamber of Commerce board member, David Baumke, with whom we did the pilot show, which won the support of the Chamber's board, and our then-president, Nancy Plager, and Vice President, Laura Bucko. Both ladies were nothing but encouraging and supportive, and I want to thank them, not just for their past collaboration, but for their generous comments on learning five weeks ago of my resignation from the Chamber. Over the past five years, including today, we have conducted 242 interviews with some 195 guests. In total, our shows have been listened to well over 72,500 times. Demand for the show has been great. The 2016 schedule was full by the end of December 2015, and this year's schedule was filled by the end of January. I want to thank our members for their support, all of my guests, and all of our listeners for making the Voice of Manhattan business so successful. I would have liked to be able to announce today who my replacement will be and to welcome them. Sadly, that is not to be. I do not know if the Chamber will continue with this podcast. Obviously, I hope they will. What I do know is that I could not have asked for a better guest for today's show than Carl Mazzanti from eMazzanti Technologies and Liquisite.com. Carl has been on the show multiple times and always garners a great listenership. Today, we will be discussing digital marketing. Please remember the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the participants and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. If you have any questions, feel free to call in. The number is 805-243-1301. Again, 805-243-1301 and dial 1 so I know you have a question. Carl, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me in the great introduction. It's amazing to have been one of the 195 guests and 72,000 uh, listens. It's amazing. Thank you. It's, uh, it, it was very rewarding. Of course, I'm a volunteer, so I have a, um, the perspective of a chamber member when I consider the show and what's most meaningful to me is the demand to be on the show. As you know, you had to be a chamber member. And the fact that the schedule filled up for all intents and purposes 12 months in advance, that means a lot to me. Yeah. Now, I know it's made positive improvements in my own organization. And, and the fact that we're talking about marketing today is very apropos that you started off with some of the figures and what that has meant, um, not only to yourself, but also to the other chamber members, because I feel like people vote with their time. And the fact that people would, would be so many people over so many years would, would tune in and listen, you know, 
talks well to the types of efforts and what the results are and, and our topic for today. Well, thank you for that. Now, Carl, you have something new. Usually, you, well, not usually, in the past, you've come on and you've told us about your company, Emazanti Technologies, but now you have a, yep. a new company. So tell us about both of them. Okay, so um, the tri traditional Emazanti Technologies has been on the phone and I was the CEO of up until recently. Um, um, you know, it's, it's still growing at 20% plus like it has for the last 16 years. What we've realized is that to be in our space, um, uh, e-commerce is, is really eating um, the retail organizations. Um, uh, search and how you find people or your marketing expertise is the make or break on whether or not an organization can continue to survive. You can no longer throw bodies making telephone calls. You can no longer go to enough events and be a card slinger. You need people to do research about your organization and who you are uh, online. And the customers that come to you are very, very well educated and informed before they ever decide to, to separate themselves from the money that they've earned because they believe you can solve a problem. Um, so in October of last year, I bought a digital media company or digital media agency, uh, Liquisite. They've been in business for 13 years, and we tripled the size of the organization in the first five months. That's impressive. When you say tripled the size, you mean the number of employees or the number of clients? St staff, customers, revenue, um, market segmentation. You know, I, I, I knew the organization because they were uh, a customer of ourselves. Um, you know, since then, the, you know, we're – because it's, it's all about growth, right? We've closed the proposals that would triple the size of the organization. We're now doing all the work. We're st continuing to staff up. We, we've got a backlog to end up working down. Um, our customers are voting with us, and they're starting to see the results in their own organization. Well, our topic, as you mentioned, thank you for that. Our topic, as I said earlier, is digital marketing. So, as yep. always, I like to begin with definitions. Explain to us what is digital marketing. Um, uh, people are very are very used to print and traditional items, which is you would write something about you, you would show up in an article, it would, you'd be on the radio or a television spot, um, they would see your logo and branding. Um, digital marketing is to build a persona. What's the identity of your brand online? Can people find your storefront or your location? Can, what's your reputation online? What, if they look for the words that describe your organization for the services they need, can they find you? Is, are you coordinated across all of them so that your, your messaging is the same in all the different outlets? You know, so that the, the, as you build a reputation, if they go and fact check that re, re, reputation, are they going to see consistent messaging? Um, Many people don't leverage an agency. They try and do what I call the spaghetti method. They take some spaghetti, they throw it at the wall, they say, here's the money I have, let's see what, what will come of it. And they lacked the agency that could co co coordinate um, uh, a campaign. 
And, you know, when you coordinate it, the results are, it's multiple folds. Um, you know, some people uh, give feedback, well, the mar I do all these efforts. I don't know why they're not turning a result. And it's because sometimes people come in in one area, but when they hit your site, maybe you didn't, you didn't, the, what got them interested, they didn't see when they hit the site. Maybe they see it when they hit the site, but when they go to sign up, it's too difficult. Maybe they hit the site, they're about to sign up, but they say, hey, let's go and see how many followers they have on Facebook or LinkedIn and the other location, and no one's interested. Or you have, even worse, you have bad reviews about your organization. So if you don't do some holistic campaign or you're, you're not working with an agency, you're almost doing yourself a, a disservice. And that's why I think a lot of people get frustrated with their marketing spend. What's the difference? Technology aside, but what's the difference how, between digital marketing and traditional marketing? Okay. Um, um, digital marketing is really focused with online. It's, it's very well measured. Traditional marketing is difficult to measure. You, you don't know when you run a TV spot how many people actually saw it. You used to take different phone numbers and you put different phone numbers on billboards. You put a different phone number on an ad that was running on CBS versus NBC to see which one of the cable outlets was doing better for you. You, you could do that based on a show, but it was only on the goal conversion. On digital, you can, you can put uh, tracking cookies. So let's say you came to visit me, but you weren't ready to buy at that time. Um, I, can, I can make it so you see the company logo now while you continue to browse the Internet so that if you are still remotely in the same mindset to purchase, you, you, when you are ready, the link is there and you could just click it. Thank you for that. Now, what are the components which are necessary for a successful digital marketing campaign? Um, the first one is you need some sort of strategy. With, without a plan and a way to measure, there's no way to know if you are effective or not. You know, so, and, and there's no way to do improvements. So that's, that's usually our first stop in the journey. What, what are we going to do over what period of time and what type of results are we looking for? And in, in that way, we, we know together that we end up being successful because this is what we did. These were the results. This is how it's progressing. We can evaluate what we're doing and then make improvements upon it. So the, the first stop is a plan. The, once you have that plan, you, you try and align it to your goals. Are you a physical location that no one can find? Are, are, do people find you online, but your, um, your site, while you're getting tons and tons of hit, is not converting? You know, the 2017, I feel like it's the year of conversion. It's no longer about driving as many people to find you. It's once those people find you, you have to increase the conversion. If, if you don't do that, um, I think the firms that, that, don't, that are spending in marketing and can't increase their conversion, they're, they're, they're gone. You'll, you'll see them start to evaporate. Um, so, the, you know, plan, Good. goals, focus on conversion, and, you know, you start to progress those goals. Lovely. 
It sounds easy when you say it. Well, it's easy when you work with us. <laughs> what are the reasonable expectations a business owner should have when they start a digital marketing campaign? The the toughest one is the, is that the largest ROI is on the efforts that take the longest. The, the people are so attracted to instantaneous results now that so many people gravitate to the paper clicks of the world, not realizing that the spend to, to really what I call what I would say is like napalm. It's like dropping a bomb. It, it lights a whole bunch of fires in different areas, but those fires burn out. You're, you're much better off nurturing a fan base. You're better off nurturing you know, the right words on your site. You're better off uh, working on the conversion of your page. You're, you're better off working on having the right words on your, organi- on, your, on your sites and your digital assets that get people to find you organically. If they've done the research and it's their idea, they're going to be more passionate about your business and service than they are on there was a fire burning in some location. It directed them to you. If they don't transact at that second, they're never going to come back. It's not a long-term viable solution. Um, so the, the toughest thing uh, in in your world, because you're you're in staffing, right? I mean, you're all about people. Correct. Your 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 organization is about people and putting people in and and your accounts that you get and and one of the reasons why I've liked you for so long the um, you know now you have to do that digitally you you have to get some way for them to interact and be top of mind at the moment they need you understood now just a reminder you're listening to the Voice of Manhattan Business. My guest today is Carl Mazzanti from eMazzanti Technologies and LiquidSite.com. We are discussing digital marketing. If you have any questions, feel free to call in. The number is 805-243-1301 and dial 1 so I know you have a question. And please remember the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the participants and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. Carl, what pitfalls need to be avoided when planning and implementing a digital marketing campaign? Um, Almost everyone on this call has gotten an email from some person in a third world country that said, (laughs) for $60, I can do all of these things for you. Just give me your $60. the in the in the cheap you get, end up getting a cheap result. We, I can't tell you how many times we step in and we pull someone out because they they gave some funds to someone that that someone took the funds and they did you know black hat type of digital marketing items that ends up getting them you know blocked out of all the search engines. And then you get this noble brand that saw an uptick for 30 or 60 or 90 days and then afterwards can't even be found on the web. They're just, they're just shunned. 
because of the strategy that do it's too good to be true. Please don't do it. You know, you in this world the best things in life are the ones that are earned. And if you earn it, it, it is yours and the other people will be just as proud of it as you are. So, you know, choose the right partner and do do the good fight. I mean that's that's the best item. My concern in addition to the, you know, if it's too good to be true, it's not, you know, 60 bucks, is that if you click on the link, God only oh, knows yeah, what you're going to upload to your oh. computer. Totally. But, or you send them the money and then they, they just empty your account. I mean, I, all those things happen. The, the worst is you have someone whose brand has been around for a long time and they thought they did something that was smart and now they can't be found anywhere. And they're having to walk up to their friends and let them go. That yeah. that is the worst scenario to be in. You use the term black hat. What is that? Oh, um, there are uh, there are lots of things you could do. For, for, you, I mean, these emails come out all the time, and they're usually from um, third world countries. Like you can buy a thousand Facebook followers for like you know ten bucks to a hundred dollars. They're, they're not anyone that's going to end up doing business with you, but you can get fake likes. You can get fake shares. You can get, um, um, you know, un- unearned um, things delivered to you. The challenge with those is while you did that, um, it may end up hurting you in the future, meaning if you try and actually do a campaign those are really not not real followers. You you can't ever advertise to that group. Um, in the next one is online. You can pay organizations to to inject you into a whole bunch of blogs and stuff, or or make these links that end up pointing to you. Um, if you do things that are are not allowed, like they fail can spam spam acts, they fail some of the digital acts that are out there. Um, the search engines at some point will will penalize you. They, it just requires someone to report you or or their automated bots to figure out what you've done. What? Thank you for that. You know, it, it's. I'm surprised. I mean, when can spam? I know, but. It's nice to know that there are laws out there to protect consumers in the digital world. Yeah. Well, some of the ways that, that Google figures it out is if you if there's a search term that you're very high on and people click through to you, but that same person returns back to Google by pressing the back button and you have a high bounce rate very quickly, they know whatever you're doing is is not – producing good results for their customer base, which is the people who are searching. So they bury your organization. They bury the result. They don't want anyone to get that result because they want when someone clicks through the first time to get exactly what they wanted. That keeps a happy customer, you know, for the search engine. So there are metrics built in to know how good of results are they producing for you, and are you, are you kind of digitally happy? If you're not digitally happy, 
they're going to penalize the, the organizations that are driving the traffic to them with content that's not relevant. Or, or either content or, or you're not the right spot. Go. So how should a novice to digital marketing get started? Because it's obviously can get complicated and can get very tricky. Um, well, some of the easiest ones are you need, a, you need an online presence. There's no question about it. You need a site. You need some way to people to find you. The, the next stop is you need some sort of content. If, it, if you're just starting out and it's yourself, write some content. Especially if you're starting out and you've got free time, put some of your thoughts out there. You have to put yourself out there. If you're not out there, they can never find you. The, um, then there's other simple ones like you can do a press release and, and put some links back. Press releases will put you in the top of the search engines for about two weeks for whatever it is that you write about, your content. Because they figure press releases are high-quality produced content. And if that high-quality produced content uh, goes out there, they rate that highly, but for a very, very short period of time. Um, those are all general, easy places to start. An another one is you have to be in all the listings and directories. There are, there are like our, our firm has tools where we can inject you in every single listing service on the planet. Just by being in all the directories, it, A, it, it moves up the ranking of your digital assets because now you have these high-quality directories pointing back to you that this is really a resource that does X, Y, and Z for the type of words you selected. The next one is when they actually are looking for you and they know who you are, they can actually find you. Hmm. That's half the battle. If they can't find you and they know you exist, they've got to move on to someone else. Um, so those are all, you know, the real novice who's starting out, um, your time, your time to write the copy and content, whether you put it on LinkedIn pulse, you put it on your own website in a blog, you're putting the content on your page. Those are all great places to start. Organizations like my own can build a framework. Um, you know, we use some content management systems so our customers, they can put their own content in. You don't need to contact us to post a page if you don't want. You can do that on your own. Producing some of the original thought or thought leadership content is the most difficult. And if you're starting up, you have the most time, and your, time, and your ideas are what you want to share with the world, so start sharing them. I was laughing because every so often I get an email from somebody who says, your website cannot be found online. You are not properly positioned on Google. Yep. And, of course, my website or my email address is bh at hsstaffing.com. So I'm yeah. tempted to write to them saying, well, if my website can't be found, how would you find me? Uh, yeah. But I don't do Dude. that because <laughs> I'm worried that if I click reply, then oh. that verifies my email address. They got you forever. God only knows what will totally. happen. Yeah. 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 But anyways, you've been, do you've been doing this for too long, you know. Yeah. I, well, one thing that I do, and I try to explain this to people, and they don't get it unless I can show them, is when there is a link, like I get from PayPal and from LinkedIn all the time messages that seem totally reasonable. 
not your account has been um, been closed or uh, you know something of that nature. Account's been closed. I can't think of uh, of other. Uh, oh, they want to update your passport, your personal information. Yep. I'm not talking about yep. that stuff. I'm talking about something that sounds totally reasonable, and I will yeah. play the an cursor. Not even that. It's something like we we have a new um, service. Click here to find out about it. Something of that nature. Yep. And I will put the cursor on the button. And oh, then yeah. I look down at the lower left, and I see it takes me to some cockamamie website in Russia. Yep. Most people don't know to do that, and that's how they get yep. hacked. Yep. So I'm. Exactly. Uh, I I don't know if it's possible. But if it's possible Ooh. to be over-paranoid, then maybe I am, but that's a good thing. Well, let's apply this to digital marketing. Um, okay. Something that end, I see, we see end up happening on the – you had talk, I talked about the novice. The novice mm-hmm. goes out, they build a site, they put it on the content management system, but they don't actually pay anyone to do ongoing maintenance and support on their plugins or or their content management system. So what ends up happening is – all of a sudden, their website turns into a porn site, or or the website is starts phishing and collecting uh, people's uh, information, or their website starts delivering stuff that is not even all that's supposed to be there, or their blog because they allow anyone to inject whatever they want into their forms because they don't have any sort of trust or verify component on it. Um, that they're not a robot, their blog gets filled up with posts and all these other hyperlinks that have nothing to do with their organization and their ranking drops off like a rock. You know, the, um, mm-hmm. th- those are all, those are all yeah. the scenarios that you're describing in the emails that you get. There are mm-hmm. tons of automated tools that will destroy the digital ranking of a site because it's not patched, maintained, updated, and, and there's, some valid, there's some form validation. Thank you. That's very helpful. Now, you have to be uh, – I'm, I'm going to put you in a difficult spot. Go. Tell us how a business owner should pick a digital marketing firm. What should they look for? Um. Um, well, some of the, some of the ones are every business owner has some frenemies. They're friends of theirs that they see at all the trade shows and stuff, but they're an enemy because you go after the same customers. Um, to some degree, good, bad, or indifferent, if they've done some work for one of your frenemies, they at least know some of the thing of some of the uh, some of the background in your industry. That's that's a generally good place to start. Another one is. Look and see that they've got some awards. For example, we are the Clutch 2016 inbound marketing company worldwide. You know, that is like an Angie's list of digital agencies. You know, we've won awards that say we're capable of doing what we do. And I already started the call off by describing our team is growing, our backlog of work is growing, we've got proposals and the like out that are massively transforming this organization that's been around for 13 years. 
and one of the best ways to say you're doing a good job is people continue to vote with you with their dollars. If the organization's growing and you can see that over a period of time and they're keeping their customers, they're doing something right. You know, those are, those are all. Yeah. Go ahead. Finish your Okay. Um, um, you know, so success in the marketplace, talking to some of their customers, the frenemies, you talk to some of your friends and see what they're doing. Um, no, you're not going to get much different results than them. If they tell you it isn't working at all, don't hire them. Um, industry events, that's a good place to try and find some. Like my firm goes to weird shows that you would never expect to see a digital marketing company ever because we know we're the only ones that are in that vertical. And because of it, we own some of these verticals. You know, we, we speak the language. We know how to get people to, sh to show up and, and come and, and buy the products. We've already done the words research. We already know the market segmentation. We know how to move and influence customers. Um, that, that allows us to be very successful. You can apply those across a broad base you know, which we do every day. I mean, we took a phone call today that was in a market segment we've never serviced before, but the the organization, the person had heard of us being successful with someone else, and they'd heard that enough times that they wanted to meet on Tuesday, and he already gave us the budget. A single phone call, 30 minutes. Um, you only do that if you're, if you're doing a good job. Why don't uh, this is a good segue to my final question? Okay. Give us a case. It's not even a question. Give us a st case study of a successful campaign you've designed and implemented. Okay. Um, um, we have our our highest consuming customers are the ones where they live and die by the leads they get on their site. The, I'm not talking about the information site that it's like a law firm where they have to have the shingle outside of their door to have people find you. I'm talking about the organizations that if they buy inventory and no one buys it, they're out of business. If they, they run some service and if no one calls them, the service goes out of business. You know, the, the ones where they expect people to find them online they build their backlog and their pipeline, and if, if it's not transacting or going very well, it means jobs. Um, we have a customer that's actually in a lot of our proposals. Um, we show that you know, we tripled or quadrupled their number of inbound leads. The, we showed how we, we, over a year and a half, we nurtured those leads to be more qualified for what they needed. We, we can... Uh, easily talk to what their spend is with us. You know, that they've continued to stay with us for many, many years. I mean, they're one of the most loyal organizations with our, with our firm. You know, one of the differentiators, what you do is you, you ask me on the case study, and, and I want to go back real quick to how you select an agency. Um, there's something that we do that almost no one else in our space does. We, we when we first meet you, we give you access to the reports that we run on your organization that tells you what your digital identity looked like. And then every month, 
or some customers are 45 days, some customers are month, every night, some are 90 days. They don't want to see it that much. I don't know why they choose that, but they do. You know, we, we share them with them every month, you know, and we do that because we know every month we have to earn their trust. We have to produce a positive result every 30 days. And you, and here's the artifact that we have to answer to of how we judge ourselves. And we need to evolve with you, with your organization, um, and, and what's possible in the digital arena. So if we weren't doing a good job, you'd see the results start to pull down. And how long would you do it if the results weren't working out well? You'd move on. Exactly. Speaking of moving on, for the oh, final Bruce, time, for any guests, uh, no. All good things must come to an end. But before I let you go, tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you. Um, the, the best places online, we're, we're a marketing company. There's, there's video testimonials about our customers. There's raving fans on the social media outlets. We'd love to get your feedback from today. We'd love to interact with you. And if we can help, most well, certainly we do. Um, um, there's two digital assets that are, that are been around now for 13 years. Uh, Liquisite, which is L-I-Q-I-Site.com, which is the digital agency that's been around, um, and you'll find all the artifacts around that. And then there's emazanti.net, which is E-M-A-Z-Z-A-N-T-I.net. And you can always write me at Carl, C-A-R-L, at emazanti.net, or, or call me direct, 201 360 4400 and I'm extension 4410. I'm happy to talk to anyone, especially in the chamber. We've been in the New York metropolitan area. We were born and raised in the area. Most of our staff are around here, and we pull in expertise from all over the world to make sure we can drive results here. And then, Bruce, that really brings us to you. You know, we, uh, you started off with 72,000 viewers, 195 guests. It's, it's been an absolute honor. It's an absolute honor to, to not only have been a listener, but to have been the guest and then to have come back. I, I'd like to say that 50,000 of those 72 were listening to just you and me speak. It's, it's fitting to be on the tail end. I know for sure that from this one listener to you, um, whatever it is you do next, most certainly we will follow. And, you know, I thank you from my heart of hearts for the opportunity to have been able to been with you along this journey and to be here on today. Well, I thank you for that. And I just want you to give out that website again, because maybe sure. I just didn't hear correctly, but L-I-Q-U-I hyphen yep. site.com. Correct. I That's thought you correct. were it's, it, it, If you year. go to liquid so. site, Dot com. It'll find it. So liquidsite.com will find it. You could do liquisite.com. You could do liquid-site.com. Oh, okay. um, you know, when we made the domain name, we did it, um, you know, 13 plus years ago. And then we made it very easy for people to find us by buying all the misspellings. Um, by being oh, unique, okay. we believe we're a unique agency, but we make it easy for customers to find us and all of the other misspellings, they work. Yeah. That's because I, I just wanted to make sure, because it would be a pity 
if uh, our listeners couldn't find you. So great. I thank you for that. And I thank you for profusely for coming on and all the nice things you said uh, online and also offline. You got it. Have a a great day today. Thank you. And for the last time, this is Bruce Hurwitz. Thank you all for listening and have a safe and prosperous week.